are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Hi, everybody. My name is Grace Vagie. Welcome back to another episode of Beltway Beef. I am one of our public policy interns in our Washington, D.C. office. Um, I am so excited to host this episode of Beltway Beef and want to welcome our guest, Reba Mazak, who's the current president of the American National Cattlewomen. Reba is a fifth-generation Florida cattle rancher with long-standing ties to leadership roles in the cattle industry. Thanks for joining us, Reba. Thank you, Grace. I'm so glad to be with y'all today. To get started, why don't you just share a bit more about what the American National Cattlewomen is and how you became involved? I would love to tell that story. I actually think that I've been telling it for probably the last 40 years. You know, I became involved in the ANCW through my involvement with our state affiliate, which is the Florida Cattle Women. And at the time when I joined, I was the Florida Cowbells. I believe being involved in my state association when I was 12 because of my mom. She saw that the Cowbells and the Cattle Women as a catalyst to not only promote our way of life, but to expose my siblings and I to a, a different way of life, to way that other folks work cattle and the way that they they did things and to know that, that we weren't alone in the challenges that we had, but also that there's other ways to do things. That just because we do it that way doesn't mean that it's always correct. And it's always been great through American National Cattle Women that the first time I ever got to see snow, the first time I ever got on an airplane, and the first time I ever left the state of Florida was because of attending a summer business meeting for American National Cattle Women when I was 16 years old. So getting involved in the industry on a national level has just kind of been something that I was taught from example from being raised on a cattle ranch and servicing our industry. Thanks for sharing, Reba. Uh, so with that background of ANCW in mind, could you touch also on the relationship between the American National Cattle Women and NCBA and how these two organizations work together? We are very proud of American National Cattle Women to partner with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and representing over 170,000 cattle producers around the U.S. between both organizations. American National Cattle Women work hand-in-hand with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association to promote and educate and legislate for the value of the cattle producers nationwide. Working together with the staff this week at the ANCW Fly-In was just a fantastic opportunity for us as members to show our great relationship, but also to give a grassroots idea to not only the legislators there on our behalf, but also to the staff at NCBA, you know, for them to interact with some of the ladies that are active in the cattle production of our states. And we had people from all over the country there. We had Oregon, Arizona, Alabama, Florida, and Oklahoma. And so we represented many different regions and had many different challenges. And NCBA and ANCW work hand in hand to try and represent everyone across all of those regions. And it's really been something great that we're really proud to be a part of and be affiliated with NCBA and appreciate the longstanding relationship that we've had. Absolutely. So you touched a little bit on the fly-in that you guys did earlier this week. And so a large portion of your work is focused on advocacy. Um, If you would walk me through a bit more what this fly-in was for those who may not know what a fly-in is. And also, why is it so important for not only ranchers, but women in agriculture to make their voices heard in Washington? It's really important for our legislators to have a grassroots perspective on the issues that we oppose or that we are dealing with 
And it gives them an, a look at the grassroots and the people that are dealing with these challenges day to day and not just what it looks like on paper or from 30,000 feet. That all looks good, but to put it, put it hand to fist, to put it boots on the ground, it, a lot of those things um, just don't work. We're glad to give them a practical situation and explain our day-to-day lives with them and, and how things work for us so that they have a better perspective when they're sitting in there uh, having conversations and voting on these policies and, and laws that truly do affect us. And coming to the Capitol just really shows our commitment as well to the representatives that we have a voice and that we want to be heard and that we want to help them be heard. We want them to know that we are a resource for them. And if they ever need us to please come to us, that we are the ones who are the stewards of the land and know the best on how to take care of it. Not someone that that never sees grass and cattle and how things like that happen. And, and one of the reasons it's so important for American National Cattle Women to be up there is 33% ranches are being held in a woman's managerial position at this time. And that number just seems to be increasing as we move forward in the ranching and farming industry. There are a lot of ladies who are finding themselves in a leadership role because of, of different things that happen with their family, whether it's um, having the ability to be a stay-at-home, work-at-home mom and work there on the ranch so that they can enjoy their family more, or whether it's someone like me who has um, found themselves as a widow and has moved from the back of the cow pen to the front of the cow pen. And so now I'm making all of the decisions for our operation um, from medicine to estate planning. So the women really have a voice and have an impact on our industry. And we really think that it's important for us to be heard and to have representation up in Washington, D.C., We spoke about many of the issues that concern us. They are the Farm Bill. We spoke about NEPA. We spoke about the estate tax, border security, which also includes food security, labor issues, WOTUS, the Endangered Species Act, and the government overreach on private properties and also on federally held lands um, with all of the fires and the water drought that everyone is experiencing throughout the West Coast. So just a, a little bit more about the Farm Bill. I, you know, I'd like to talk about each one of those, a few of the points that are interest to us and concerns. You know, the Farm Bill was worked so hard. Everyone worked so hard to finally come to a conclusion and an agreement on that. And, and we really want the Farm Bill to stay as it is. Um, it's pretty close to what we think it needs to be. And we, we just don't wanna have to reinvent the wheel right there. As a fifth-generation cattle producer, we've got the seventh generation on the ground right here in Sumter County, Florida, and I want those young men to be able to raise their family right here on family land that has been in our family for generations. So we would really like some special attention paid to the estate tax and the step-up basis. The labor issues that we face in our industry is huge. We need to have people that'll go to these plants and work. We need to have workers that'll go into the fields and help us gather all of the crops that we have worked so hard to provide. On WOTUS, we are so affected by that here um, in the ranching industry. We really are concerned about the navigable water description. Um, it, It affects all of us from a puddle that just forms on our ranch after a hard rain to digging ditches. And we really feel it goes back to the stewardship of the land and the cattle farmers and ranchers that run these operations know best. They're the ones that have lived there and know about how things go. The Endangered Species Act, 
it can cripple a, a ranch or a farmer very easily. And we want that to be just governed with uh, good common sense values. Very proud of the land that we have as stewards and cattle producers. And we feel, again, the stewardship of the land is in the land holder's mind. And it should be our ability to protect those rights that we have. Um, there's a lot of government overreach that is just not understandable by them. And and we really want to be the boots on the ground, the people in the grassroots that, that legislators and different agencies come to so that they can understand what we go through. Absolutely. And th- thanks for sharing all that, Reba. And thank you for the work you do on behalf of the industry and cattle women across the country. So now let's just take a moment and if you would share how folks can get involved with ANCW or where they can go for more information about joining. American National Cattle Women are celebrating 70 years of organization this year. So we are very proud of the ladies who saw so many years ago the need and the and use their ability to unite our voices. So we have, like everyone else at this time, a, a great website, email, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter um, available under ancw.org is our website. Our email address is ancw at ancw.org. Our Facebook page is American National Cattle Women. Instagram is American Cattle Women. And then our Twitter is American CW. And you don't have to own cattle to be a member of American National Cattle Women. In fact, you don't even have to be a woman to do that. We appreciate all of the members that we have. And if you have a desire to be a part of the cattle industry, if you enjoy meeting people and are concerned about their nutrition and their good health, and you want to promote our livelihood, we would love to have you as a member in American National Cattle Women. Great. Well, Reba, thank you for joining us on this episode of Beltway Leaf. It was a pleasure getting to speak with you about ANCW and your experience here in Washington. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, Grace. This has been another episode of Beltway Beef. Don't forget to check us out online at policy.ncba.org or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, including SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.